This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. Welcome, nerds. I'm Mark Weber, and you're listening to A Graphic Conversation, the bi-weekly podcast where we read, discuss, and review the best, and hopefully not the worst, in graphic novels. I'm joined, as I always am, uh, by the original man-child, Ricky Widmer. What's up, what's up, guys? Uh, and what we're going to be doing today is we are going to be talking about fables and uh, issues one through five. Is collected in, in mm-hmm. the you know first trade paperback graphic novel whatever you want to call it. Uh, and for any of you who do not know what this podcast is about, essentially what we do is we have a spoiler free section where we will talk about the graphic novel. We will then get into the spoiler zone. We will warn you so that way, I if you don't want anything ruined, you can actually zone. pause and read and then come back with us. So there'll be the opportunity for that. We will warn you. Um, Let's just kind of start digging into it, Ricky. Mm-hmm. I want to ask you a question because the Wolf Among Us, uh, or a Wolf exactly. Among Us, uh, we had that experience first. So I want to mm-hmm. ask you, what were your kind of expectations coming into this? The Wolf for Among having Us. that background. The Wolf Among Us was my expectation. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's going to be just like that. And then I read it, and I was like, it's like that, but it's different. Yeah, it's not exactly the same as it was. It's a little bit more mature than the Telltale game. You think so? I think so. I think the graphic novel is a bit more mature. I would say maybe it's a bit more dry. I don't know if I would say it's mature. Okay. I thought it was a little bit more where, yes, the Telltale game did have stuff for a mature audience, but mm-hmm. the graphic novel, I thought, was like, oh, they they cranked it up a little bit to where it's like they didn't tone it down for a video game. Yeah. And let me tell you guys a little bit, because maybe you've never heard of this, uh, this graphic novel before. So Fables, mm-hmm. what this is... This is getting all of your favorite uh, kind of fable stories, you know, Snow your White, Snow, exact Snow Wolf, White, uh, bringing Prince them all Charming. together. Something happened in their world, and now they are forced to come live in New York City, mm-hmm. uh, and there is a mystery that needs to be solved, and that's what this whole paperback is mm-hmm. all about. So, for me, my expectations were definitely about The Wolf Among Us, uh, a wolf among us. Um, I think that... It certainly lived up to that, but it kind of took a different perspective on it a little bit. And I definitely feel like I enjoyed Telltale's version of it a little more. Well, because in that one, you were following just Bigby. Yeah. And obviously, because you have to play as a character, Mm -hmm. uh, where this one, I feel like you follow Snow White a little bit Mm -hmm. more. um, And we can get into spoiler mode later. Yeah. But so it was was fine. Yeah. I want to ask you another question now, Ricky. Is it the one you always ask me? It's my favorite question and your favorite question. Mm -hmm. Who is this for? Who should read this? I am going to say this is for maybe three three kinds of people. First off, if you like the fairy tales, if you like Snow White, you like um, the Big Bad Wolf, Little Red Riding Hood, Prince Charming, Cinderella, Beauty and the Beast, that's your jam. This could be for you. However... Point number two is going to play into that also. You also have to like mature content because it is taking these fairy tales that you have probably heard of as a kid 
and adapting it to an adult world where one of the, and I know this is Ricky's patented up spoiler zone, but not really. Um, one of the scenes in this is I'm giving you an example, beauty and the beast in marriage counseling, mm-hmm. because that is something that the beauty and the beast need to do is go to marriage counseling because beast can't hide his beast form. If something with him is angry at bell or something like that. So that was an example of a different take that you wouldn't have seen mm-hmm. when you were a kid watching Beauty and the Beast. And then the third audience is like, you said it's a mystery. If you like murder mysteries and like Nancy Drew or Dick Tracy or any of those, and you like being able to like have that book where it's like you're trying to solve it with the detective, you might also like uh-huh. this book as well. So I'm going to disagree with that point um, as someone who likes those. I like whodunits. And you didn't uh, like the you didn't like it because of that. Is it wasn't a whodunit. And it, it wasn't ex- slightly tried to be. It but wasn't not exactly, really. but it still had you at times thinking, "Who did it?" I think you can think who did it, but you are not able to solve the mystery. No, you're not given any clues or anything no. like that. Um, you and, look for clues, but you just can't find it. Yeah, there won't be any. They're not giving you any mm-hmm. answers. Um, so that's one thing. It kind of goes into the trope of the detective that just magically figures everything out. Like Bigby even makes fun of it. Where yeah. He's like, oh, this is the parlor scene. Exactly. Uh, and the people who I would say this is for really mm-hmm. are those people who are into the fairy tales, into fairy tales, into seeing something different and just kind of getting a fresh take mm-hmm. on that. And also this one I'm a little iffy about, but I would say people that like world building. If you like yes. seeing something established, you might like this. Well, because I, they have to build Fable Town. Yeah, but I don't think they really did it yet. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of, we'll get to that as well, because that's one of my major mm-hmm. criticisms of this graphic novel. Um, so we'll get into that. But really, I think you kind of have to know these things and you have to get it, because there are so many Easter eggs and there's so mm-hmm. many references that went over my head, because I'm really not that into into these that yeah. much and you who are more into this i know a lot of them went over your head as well a little a little bit of them were like i should know that where you know it's something mm-hmm. but you're not sure why yeah. um so that's what that is but i will ask this one other question i didn't ask it in our first episode and mm-hmm. it's been a while since we recorded one of these and i thought ah that's a question i forgot to ask ricky should they read it oh the definitely this is one where it's not as short of a read as wonder woman that we read in episode one, but it is definitely one that you should read, especially if you do like those fairy tales and you like mature content. I would say you can take it or leave it. It's not bad. It's not bad, but uh, I don't necessarily know that you need to read it. It's not like it's a top five graphic novel, but I think I, would I think you can read it and have a good time. It's quick. It's quick, so you can get through it pretty quickly. If you got some time, if you got a lunch break, you mm-hmm. can get through it. Uh, if you want the story, maybe you just play A Wolf Among Us by maybe. Telltale instead. It's a little different. You're going to get the same basic it. experience. A um, little different, of mm-hmm. course. But So I say it's take it or leave it. Uh, but we need to get into spoiler mode because I want to say some things, and I'm sure you want to say some things. Is there anything the that you want to talk about song. while we're still in spoiler-free mode? I went to the There's nothing he zone. wants to talk about in spoiler mode, so press pause right now. If you want to read it, if you're still 
going through it, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe you've already read it or parts of it. Um, press pause because we'll still be here. We're not going anywhere. Yeah. This podcast will be I'll here. stay here as long uh, as you leave me pause. But if you guys are already have it read, if you don't care and you just want to be here to see what we think about it, mm-hmm. we're about to get into spoiler mode. Uh, so press pause now if you want it. But here we are. We're in spoiler mode. Um, feels different. Feel, feels a little bit different aura in here when mm-hmm. the spoiler mode comes in. It's kind of... Uh, it's a little thicker. It's a little hot and steamy. Mm-hmm. That's the way I would describe <laughs> you it. You sweat a little bit more yeah. in spoiler zone. So, uh, all right, let's get into something here. Okay. Um, so our main characters really come in are, are Bigby, mm-hmm. the big bad wolf. Yeah. Uh, Snow White is, is the big one. And Red... Who Rose little, Red, Little Red Riding Hood? Yeah, who is a Snow White sister? I rolled with it. Um, who's dating Jack and the Beanstalk? They kind of throw some of those connections where they link some characters. Where mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know that those characters needed to be linked. Um, like Red and Snow White. You know, it's the one thing though I love that they like reference that they reference with uh, Snow White, where they're basically like, yeah, she lived in a house with how many dwarves? Basically, yeah. throwing out there like. What a whore. And she's like, don't mention the dwarves. <laughs> I thought that was your, mm-hmm. your patented Ricky spoils something mode. No. I thought that's what you were going to reference. No. The, the dwarf orgy. No. Uh, but, yeah. Not, I, this is not a, spy, a Spider Island episode. No, of course not. <laughs> uh, you guys don't know what we're talking about. That video is private. Yes. Um, so, those are our main characters, mm-hmm. but it kind of goes, okay, so so Red gets murdered. This is all following what we were used to with well, a wolf spoiler zone gets murdered. Well, yeah, okay, we're, yeah, in, spoiler we're in spoiler mode, mode so it gets murdered. Yeah, uh, since Ricky just said that she's not dead, <laughs> classic. She's not dead. Um, so we get we enter this and everything's the same. And you kind of, for me, mm-hmm. what kind of immediately let me down was I was expecting to start getting into some of the let's find clues and stuff mm-hmm. like like Wolf Among Us, or at least see. Some of that. You know what? And you immediately skip past all yeah, that. Yeah, but the thing that I just thought of, and like you said, when I said the mm-hmm. murder mystery thing, when they do reveal everything, and I know I'm jumping to the end like I usually do, but when they do reveal everything, like mm-hmm. the lock on the freezer, why there's no blood in the kitchen, all the stuff that they revealed, like Jack run, taking a cab. And then running up and not being that tired yeah. in her apartments all the way you across see the city. It. Yeah. I look at, like, he's revealing this and I'm going, I'm dumb. I'm dumb. I should have recognized. I should have mm-hmm. put all these pieces together. No, I don't think it's, together. I don't think That's it's how that you're dumb. Because they're not, it's not established in that way. They're kind of just running through something. That's why I say it's I not a, I should have questioned, though, the, huh, why is there no blood in the kitchen? Why mm-hmm. the one thing I did question, I was very proud of myself when he revealed it, was he walks through a room and I go, Why is the stair why is there no blood on the stereo? Yeah. Would wouldn't you think there'd be blood on the stereo? Well, there were definitely some things like that with the with the no blood on the stereo, mm-hmm. no blood in the kitchen, no footprints anywhere, even though he mentioned being there. Like mm-hmm. there were some of those type of things, but I don't know. Maybe I was expecting more of like a like a novels mm-hmm. kind of whodunit where like you're there with them while they're solving things. This was really kind of you follow Snow White for a little bit and occasionally Big B checks in with us mm-hmm. and then he's got it 
all solved and figured out. I mean, he had it figured out in issue two. Yeah. He just needed to wait till issue five to get like that one last piece of evidence mm-hmm. for us. Um, I think that. Well, didn't he say he had it figured out as soon as he walked, like, as soon as he went through the apartment, he basically had it figured out? I think it was, yeah, it was pretty much like mm-hmm. when he got to the kitchen. Yeah. The only thing was, like, the lock. He didn't know what was up with the lock, but he had it basically figured out. He's like, mm-hmm. one of those times where you say, this is weird, don't know why yet, but I know what the answer is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's when you have the, instead of the blank equals, you know, 2 plus 2 equals blank, you have 4 equals 2 plus X. Yeah. There you go. There's our math joke for the day. It's not a joke. It's <laughs> math. Um, so, okay. my I wanted to talk about one of my complaints here. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my complaints is the fact that I wanted them to world build really badly, and they didn't. They did very define, little. For those who don't know, define what you mean by so world, world building. So world building is going to be establishing, I and mean, they did do some, but your exposition Essentially, it's establishing the rules of the world we live in. Okay. They mentioned, for example, uh, the dust that you need to keep. From yeah. What is the, I don't remember what it's called now. Unfortunately, glimmer is what it is. Glamour. 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 And they mention it and they mention the word once. And it's like, well, if your glamour doesn't work, then you have to go to the farm. Mm-hmm. What do any of these things mean? You don't really know yet. Yeah. And maybe that's part of their. Well, you got to wait and find out. But when I'm reading five issues and they mention the farm two times and they mention Glamour once, those are missed opportunities in my the eyes. The only thing that they really tried to build was what happened to them in their home world. Yeah, and I'm glad they did that because if they mm-hmm. didn't do that, they just mentioned the adversary, which is yeah. the one that drives them out. If they just mentioned that but never explain mm-hmm. it, that would have really bugged me. Yeah. So I'm glad they did that part. I'm glad that we went one issue had a – had a focus on what actually happened. Actually, when they were showed there. the demons and the dragons yeah. taking and over showed the them living in that past world. Yeah, um, and of course your your classic uh, Nazi Germany reference of the when it was that town, oh, we weren't bothered because it wasn't us. Mm-hmm. When it was this one, we weren't bothered because it wasn't us, mm-hmm. and then there was nobody to help us. Yeah, um, classic, love it. Uh, but to me, I just I wish that there was more. I think about some of our. Favorite things we've read here mm-hmm. in a graphic conversation: Morning Glories, uh, Why the Last Man, Manhattan Project. Well, all these on things, the story. yeah, all these things who right away are giving you a lot of information and giving you questions. Mm-hmm. But when I got to the end of issue five, I thought, one, this was kind of a whodunit. Is this going to be what it always is? Mm-hmm. What is this? What style, what genre comes next? Because it's not going to keep following this. Uh, that was question one. So it made me think like, okay, if I like mysteries, am I going to like what comes next? You know, what does it become? So my other thing was that I'm not sold on the world. I don't really understand. Not necessarily I don't understand, but like they haven't gotten me sucked in yet. Mm-hmm. Maybe that'll be coming in some new uh, issues here and there. Who knows? But just right now, it, it wasn't there. Uh, and then, of course, my my third issue with with the whole thing was essentially just that the whole time I was going through it, I felt like at any minute or any moment, I could have put the book down and just been done. I see. And that's something where I very much agree with that. And that's one of the reasons why when we get to mm-hmm. my final grade, at the end of it, I liked it. Like, it was a... Okay, yeah, story. It was fine. And that's mm-hmm. it. It was eh, 
thought this was good. Like, yeah. It, it wasn't great. It wasn't terrible. But that was the biggest knock to me with this was at any time I could have said, oh, let me put this down for a little bit and do something else. Yeah. And that to me, like if, if you have a graphic novel and I have that thought at least once, in my mind, you can get no greater than a three. Spoiler. Yeah, we're mm. in spoiler mode. But that to me was the biggest letdown. Yeah. Of this. The thing that I did like, though, mm-hmm. and I don't mean to go off on something else, is how Snow White at the end mapped everything together, where it's like, oh, yeah, she, she's you're going to get this, so it works out for you. You're going to get this. Get the fuck out of town. Mm-hmm. You're going to get this. It's going to work out for you. Everyone's happy. And that kind of plays into some of these characters, because you really don't get too much into a lot of these characters, mm-hmm. um, to where I think that it goes back to our original point of you kind of had to like these fairy tales already to get the most out of this book because a guy like uh, Bluebeard, if you don't know anything about mm-hmm. that character, you're really missing out on a lot. They reference some of those past crimes, but they don't really tell you what they are. So you really miss out if you don't get it. Um, the other thing to that would be Snow White. Now, hold on. Let me get to this. Go ahead. Snow White who is this character who is very in charge. She's second in charge. Mm-hmm. It's not till the very end that we get the, oh, that's why she's in charge because she's a fucking genius. She played this whole thing to basically get everything back at neutral. You know, these people took advantage of these people. These people took advantage of these people. So we're going to do this so that way we take all those advantages away. Snow White's great. Go ahead. Here's the thing I'm looking at, and this uh-huh. is... Um, I know this is looking ahead. This might be Ricky spoiling things for the future, but the thing that – because you were talking about, well, what comes next? Yeah. So my first thought was why why not go onto Amazon mm-hmm. and just look at the description for volume two, which sure. is titled Animal Farm. So right away I get the idea mm-hmm. of, huh, we'll actually get the farm explained to us. And we kind of do. It says... And some literary um, references. Six through ten, the second story arc of the fan favorite, um, blah, 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 blah. Travel to upstate New York where the non-fable characters have found refuge on a farm miles from mankind, but all is not well on the farm, and a conspiracy to free them from their shackles of perceived imprisonment may lead to war that could wrest control of fable community Mm -hmm. away from Snow White. And that sounds interesting. That sounds very I think this first one was just how do we establish everything with the fables, introduce mm-hmm. everything, and give it a plot. It very often can be what season one is mm-hmm. for a TV show or something yes. of like, yeah, we are kind of getting our feet wet. We don't really know where we're going 100%, I wonder but we're if, testing something. I wonder out. if volume two picks up a little bit. And mm-hmm. is, I wonder if, if we read volume two in a future season – I wonder if we like it better than volume one. Because it also answers another question. Maybe the way that this is, Mm -hmm. um, and I kind of, I almost don't want to spoil it for myself, but maybe the way that fables is set up of these five are this little story. These five are that little story. That would be Mm -hmm. an interesting way. Now that works more for pure graphic novels than it does to other things like, you know, something like Sin Mm -hmm. City or something. Let me ask you this. I know your fiance is Mm -hmm. is a Harry Potter fan. Yep. Are you have you read a lot of the Harry Potter books yes. yourself? Which is your favorite? My favorite Harry Potter book? Mm-hmm. Um probably uh probably the second one. 
Notice how it's not the fifth or not the first one. The first one's very close though. The first one, like I'm, not, that's, I love the first. That's book. probably a bad example because Harry mm-hmm. Potter is an amazing book series. Yeah, but I was going to use that example of notice how you didn't say the first one. Mm-hmm. You said the second one after the world was already built in the sense. Well, actually, that's why I love the second book because I think the second book does a much better job of mm-hmm. world, bu- world building than the first book does. Um, Maybe this is the same way in Fable. Yeah, that's why I actually just. Because we're talking about Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't like talking about Harry Potter? Uh, if we're really going to talk about books. I know people like to bash the sixth book mm-hmm. a lot, but some of my favorite moments are in book six when we learn about Tom Riddle. Which one's the sixth one? Sixth book is the one that basically doesn't accomplish anything. What's the title? Um, that one is oh, Half-Blood Prince. Okay. Really Gob- Goblet of Fire is the fourth That's one. That's right? four. I don't okay. like Goblet of Fire. Well, I, the reason I ask is uh-huh. people who are Harry Potter fans are probably going to hate me. I know this is off topic, but I'm going to bring it up anyways. The furthest I got mm. reading those books is the first one when Hagrid busts through the door to get him. Oh, wow. That's, as far, no, as, I, I, that's as far as I read. I get it. And then my dad, like, mm-hmm. because my dad would used to read me the books before I go to bed, uh-huh. and then we just stopped. Yeah, but I get it, though. I mean, that's a little different than what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. I tried to read the first book like three times before mm-hmm. I actually read the first book because it's kind of boring. A little bit. That's the whole point here. We just bit. made it come around full circle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, finally, we get there. But that's, that's why it. I never got through the Harry Potter books. Yeah, I never got through it the takes first a one. little bit. And I like the first book a lot once you get like halfway through it. Mm-hmm. It's like Game of Thrones. I love Game of Thrones, but you got to get through the entire first season yeah. for it to be worth your time. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point here. So reading that description of what the second volume is makes me kind of interested. If you were to ask me before you read that, hey, do you want to read volume two of fables i was said hell no but <laughs> it's just nothing against the book i'm just i'm not that interested but you read me that description i go all right maybe i'm willing to give it a shot and see um so we might get it on a future season we might that's we my mom we're talking about a tv <laughs> show my mom's rule you have to watch at least three episodes of a tv show before okay. you give up because the first episode's never very is that good. like graphic novels if it's a series you gotta read the first three you got the re- first three graphic novels. The first no. three novels. That's like <laughs> that's like a probably a that's minimum like of fifteen issues. Yeah. No, if you can't get me in the first ten issues, you got a problem. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, yeah, I mean that was what my main thing with Fables was of just like at any minute I could have put it down, mm-hmm. and it wasn't like I didn't want to continue reading. I just could have been very okay with saying, "All right, mm-hmm. I'm done." I wouldn't have really thought about it ever again. I wouldn't have missed anything. Well, and the one thing with Mm -hmm. Rose, because I want to go back to her for a second. The thing that I think fails on it, and I don't know how they could have changed this, Uh but the thing that made made the reveal not as powerful as it could have been, you didn't make me care about her. Yeah. Because you never, you don't see her. You didn't make me care about Rose at all. Yeah. You kind of built her and Jack up to be shitty human beings. Mm-hmm. She's dead through most of it, but you built her up to be a shitty person. Because she was the party animal mm-hmm. that cheated and, and all that stuff, um, who then also has some secret life going on with Bluebeard. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, I well, think— Well, it doesn't have a secret life. She needed money, and her and Jack were probably like, fuck, we got to do—we got to yeah. con him out of money, mm-hmm. and you don't want to marry him because he kills his wives. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, but I think that the whole thing uh, with this story is – the story is nothing bad with it, but 
if it's something that's later, I think mm-hmm. you'd care about these characters the most. Yeah. Now it does do a very good job of introducing you to Big uh, Big B and Snow White. You who might be the most important characters? They probably are. Yeah. Um, especially Snow White, I think should be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I because it looks like she plays a big role in the second one. Yeah, and then Big B being the cop, probably very big role mm-hmm. as well. Um, so yeah, that's fair. That maybe that's the most important characters we should get to know them the mm-hmm. best um but in that case it's just kind of a weak first introduction um but some of the things that i do like about it of course because we kind of talk about some positive things too i really like snow white's character um especially once we get to the end you I really like her appreciate better her more in this than i did in a wolf among us uh i would agree with that mainly because i think like you said we're following her a little bit more mm-hmm. in this one than bigby yeah I agree with that. I do also like um, I like some of the backstory stuff that we do get. Mm-hmm. I just wish we would have had more of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like it's a complete miss. It's just I want more. You and that's a good problem like to have. More like the background. adversary stuff okay. and things like that. Like, I thought you were going to say like all oh, more background between like her and Prince Charming. I would totally get her more of that. Her and the seven dwarves. What went on yeah. there? Why can't we talk about oh, I'm it? Okay. I'm okay with not talking about the seven dwarves because probably mm-hmm. not as interesting as it is in my head. Uh, <laughs> it's really interesting in my head. Probably not as much in the graphic novel. Mm-hmm. Um, but like stuff like the interactions with Prince Charming and any other character. That's interesting. I'm excited to possibly see more of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fear in my eyes is I hope it doesn't become one-dimensional because a lot of these characters in their original fairy tale are one-dimensional characters of, you know, Sleeping Beauty falls asleep and gets woken up. Prince Charming in any of these stories kisses a girl or puts mm-hmm. a shoe on a girl, blah, blah, blah. You know, these are such one-dimensional characters that the art – uh, the writers, the artists have to take a lot of creativity to expand them out. You reminded me of something. Uh-huh. You know, it was one of the funniest things illustration-wise in this graphic novel. What's that? Prince Charming comes to town, meets that waitress, right? Yep. Didn't have the money. Waitress paid for it. Went back to her apartment when he's boning her. Mm-hmm. Did you see in the in the bottom corner what was going on? You have to remind How me. They, blat- they blatantly show... Uh-huh. Where her room ends and the next room starts, and who's sitting on a bed with their ears against the wall? Two girls that live in the next room over. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. Where it's like I don't know if I pe- noticed that people in the hall could hear. Mm-hmm. There, like, there's all oh, two girls in the next room have their ears against the wall trying to yeah. listen. I thought that was kind of funny. Didn't notice. No, didn't yeah. notice. I looked down in the corner. And I went. Huh, that's kind of cool where they have the room uh-huh. end, but you can see a little bit into that next room to show that. Something I'd be interested in is, uh, especially, I don't know, maybe there's a deluxe version that has mm-hmm. things. Is I kind of want to know what all the Easter eggs are. You know, so you I wish I knew more. Point them out. So someone points them out to you and you go, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I wish I would have that because I just, I'm not a really big fairy tale person. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'd be cool to get some more of those. Uh, I don't know. I think it'd be interesting. Is there any kind of any other things that we're missing? Anything else you want to bring um, up? The only thing that I can think of is the only th- character we have that's connected to the farm is one of the pigs that Pig. connects Bigsby to yeah. his old life of being mm-hmm. the bad wolf. And what I find funny is the pig, after he sends him to the farm, we see him in periodic places just falling asleep. Yeah. Being asleep. Just hanging out. He's being a pig. Mm-hmm. 
being the homeless guy. Yeah. Basically, that's what the pig is. Well, he basically is. He was crashing yeah. on his couch for a little bit. Without Big Big, he's like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, to where in the, you know, in the, in the video mm-hmm. game, of course, he is a little bit... I don't want to call him sidekick, but he's a little sidekick-ish. Mm-hmm. Or in this big B, he's like, get the fuck out of my house. Yeah. <laughs> but you can tell there's some history there, too. Those are things that are interesting, possibly, for the future. And also, kind of, mm-hmm. Snow White runs everything. Yep. Because you got the mayor, who's kind of like, I'm the face of everything, but who's behind the scenes pulling everything? It's Snow White. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he's the uh, face behind the curtain, mm-hmm. in a way. Um, well, I guess he's the face in... He is the curtain. He's the curtain. She's, She's the, the face, face behind, behind the, curtain. the curtain. So anyways, um, as that ruined that analogy, <laughs> Ricky, let's hear a rating. What I'm going to say three. Oh, I got to figure out. Last time it was lassos of truth. Let's give it three pints of blood out of five. Okay. That's the reference we're going with because were Rose pints and of Jack blood. were putting pints of blood in the freezer. Three pints of blood out of five. Yep. There you go. Um the uh, and that's something we didn't really talk about the the big reveal. The big reveal was funny. Issue five was probably the best I ju- issue. I just like how Big Big B goes. Well, this is the parlor scene. Yeah, issue five was for sure the best out of the whole thing. Or when Jack comes up and goes, "Yeah, motherfucker, it's Prince Jack <laughs> to you now." Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, so you gave it a three, three, three bloods, okay. three pints of blood. I'm giving it a two. Ooh, a little bit lower. Um, I think I'm a little bit more generous on these than you are. No, sometimes, though, I criticize <laughs> things and give them higher ratings than you do. I don't know how that works. Uh, these are very subjective ratings. But, yeah, it's just, to me, it's a, this is a, this is a slightly below mm-hmm. average graphic novel. I think issue five, to me, bumped it back up to a three. Issue five shows that there's a lot of promise. And that little moment, I think it was issue two, where we talk about adversary. It might have been mm-hmm. issue three. Uh also shows promise. Those are the things that really hold this up. Mm-hmm. My biggest complaint was just the fact that at any moment I could have put this down and never thought about it again. <laughs> never picked it up again. If we don't read volume two, I'll probably never think about fables again. We will. We will at some point. Eh, I wouldn't go Maybe. that far. Uh, Maybe like season seven, season eight. No. <laughs> I, I'm not willing to make any commitments right now. Uh, but you guys, of course, can let us know down below in the comment section. Uh, or at uh, you know at the Mark Weber at Ricky Widmer at Most Valuable Pod all of that on Twitter. Uh, so let us know what you guys thought. Were we being too harsh? Uh, what? How sometimes do you like your comparison? Sometimes we are. Sometimes we are, but sometimes I feel like it's very appropriately like harsh. The one that I mean, if you're new to a graphic conversation, the one I'll throw out there is like Red Sun. Yes, we did friend, not like Red friend Sun. of the podcast that we know really loved it. Mm-hmm. We did not. Yeah. I stand by what I say with Red Sun. <laughs> Red Sun makes literally no sense if you have the single tiniest understanding of who Superman is. Mm-hmm. He would not let people in the gulag suffer. Yeah. Yeah. He would not be best friends with Stalin. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, best friends might be a little bit of an exaggeration. Uh, so anyways, let us know what you guys think down below and all that. Uh, once again, this is a biweekly podcast, so we will be back in a couple weeks. Let me read you guys a description of no, where I can't we're wait going for next. next week. We've been waiting can't for this one for a while. Wait. This is Morning Glories. Oh. Two weeks, Ricky. Yep. Morning Glories, Volume 5. The glories are scattered, the faculty broken, and the truants on the attack. That's all I can give you because I don't want to spoil things. I can't wait. Uh, Go check out our other Morning Glories episodes. Read it. This is this, this is the is must like, read. This and then, like, besides the ones we're doing for, like, the movies, uh-huh. we have five that are, like, 
linked to movie releases and then three that are not. This and Manhattan Projects are like the two that are like. Those are my. Those yes, are my most hyped. give me them. I'm actually more hyped about Manhattan Projects and just because it's hyped been about so Morning long. Glories. Uh, but Morning Glories hashtag Where's David is fantastic. Uh, you guys, that's really a must read. Mm-hmm. So I kind of have debated just to you know show the curtain a little bit, uh, a little bit of our ratings. If maybe mm-hmm. we should do just a like a must read, should read, you know, some something yeah. different type of a rating system on this show. Uh, and you guys can feel free in the comment section. Mm-hmm. Uh, if that was the case, it wouldn't even be must read. It would You're be talking about this one. No, no, I'm talking about Morning Glories. Okay. Morning Glories wouldn't even be a must read. It It'd would be, be what the fuck is wrong with yeah, you? Why haven't a, you, you read have this yet? You have to read it. Why haven't you already read like, it? It is mandatory. It. Before you finish your life, you have to read it. Uh, and no, they are not sponsoring this podcast no, right now. No, we just love we just Morning really Glories. Love so check us out in two weeks when we read Morning Glories, you know what's volume five. I don't even know how we found Morning Glories. That's how good it is. Um, I don't even I think remember it was just, why we no, started reading it. It was just on a list. Why we started reading it. Was it was literally just love on it. a list of like top 10 graphic novels. And we fell in love with it. That's how good it is. So check us out in two weeks when we're going to read Morning Glories Volume 5. Let us know down below what you thought about Fables. Uh, and this is a graphic conversation. We'll be back in two weeks. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.